Welcome to 5-Minute Answers. Today's podcast tries to answer the question, what is intelligence and how do we use it well? And I think it builds on the other podcasts that we've done because if we really want to help each other, we have to develop ourselves as far as we can. You can't be lazy on that kind of thing. You can't sit back and say, I just want to entertain myself or I'm just going to sit and wish I could win the lottery. No, you have to take what resources you have, what talents you have, what capacities you have and develop them so that we can grow together. That's at the core of being human, I suppose, and being happy. Now, the the definition that I have of intelligence might be slightly different than what we typically think of when we think of intelligence, at least in the Western world. And I am going to take largely from a book called Frames of Mind by Howard Gardner. And in that, it was written, I think, in the mid-'80s, called Frames of Mind, Howard Gardner. And it really builds on the idea of what intelligence is, what we as human beings are, and what makes us intelligent and how we use that intelligence. He developed a theory called multiple intelligences. And this is how it happened. This is what what led to writing the book Frames of Mind. He was a Harvard psychologist. And he was hired to test little preschool age kids to see who was intelligent. And he went out and he started doing the tests that we had at the time, basically IQ tests, trying to predict if they were going to do well in school and if they were intelligent. And he watched the kids as he was doing it and he realized well I'm really only testing a small part of what they really are good at. You know he was testing the typical things we do in schools and in IQ tests they test logic and they test math and they test verbal skills and things like that that they didn't test. He recognized some of those little kids were really good at getting along with each other kind of understand each other. That might be one way someone's intelligent. Another person might be very athletic. Well he wasn't testing that or musical or a, a host of other things. He, he had a theory. He said, I think there, these are r- literally different intelligences, different areas of the brain that store memory in a different way and create meaning in a different way. And so he went out and tried to prove that. And he did find, for example, he postulated a lot of intelligences, but seven there in the beginning he felt like he could prove. But one of them, for example, was musical intelligence. And he found evidence of someone who had had a stroke, for example, and who had been a musician before that, made their living with music, and now after the stroke, that part of their brain was damaged, and they couldn't even tell the high and the low end from a piano anymore because that little area of the brain had been damaged. That way of storing memory, that way of... So he postulated seven, and there's kinesthetic or athletic type intelligence, there's artistic or visual type intelligence, there's intrapersonal intelligence, there's intra and interpersonal means getting along, understanding yourself, setting goals, understanding, and then intra means other people, understanding other people and be able to communicate and develop meaning with others. Now there's different kinds of intelligences that we all have, probably much more complicated than, than he set out there, but I really, it really inspired me the idea that you're not just intelligent if you do well in school. That's typically what we think of. And even me, I think it's so ingrained in our society that when someone says, hey, my brother's really smart, I don't think, hmm, he must be a good football player. He redefined intelligence, though, in my mind. Listen to this definition he set forward. He said, intelligence is the ability to solve problems or create products that are valued by society. Now, see what he's putting, it needs to, you need to do something with it. You need to solve a problem. It puts the emphasis on action. 
I really think that changed my idea of what intelligence is. The greater products, the more valuable the products you're able to create or the problems you're able to solve, then the more intelligent you're demonstrating. Well, we all want to be more intelligent in this world, right? If we're really going to grow together and help each other in this world, we have to develop what we can. The key is to evaluate yourself. Find out where you're strong, what you enjoy, what you've produced in the past that was successful, right? Then take those things and use them to create something that's valuable for others. We inspire each other this way. If we could somehow test all the different ways that we're capable and intelligent, well, chances are we'd be low. We'd all be low in some of those, and we'd all be high in some of those, and there'd be different combinations among all of us, and that's kind of what makes life so interesting, is we take those combinations and we view the world that way, and we can do. We need to know where we're strong and where we're weak and where we can help. It does take work to do this. It's not, I'm not saying it's always fun. I don't think that that's the case. I think that would be naive. You, if you look at anyone who's good at something, even if you take something like, well, I love tennis. I would just love to be a professional tennis player. Well, you're, you're not looking at probably the tedious hours they spend practicing that probably aren't fun. That's work. So whatever you decide to do, no matter what your talent is, there is a lot of that work that goes into it tedious work over a long period of time probably. And what gets you through that kind of thing? Well, I suppose it's a confidence that you will be able to create something in the end. That, that engages you and that makes you want to get up in the morning. Confidence is really built on a past record of success. So somewhere along the line you've had success, then you can believe, then it breeds more confidence. You say, hey, I can go a little farther, I can go farther. And that's kind of what is how you grow in intelligence. That's it. So what we're left with then is the important thing is to know who you are. You, you don't judge yourself against other people. That, that wouldn't work. You have to know who you are individually. If you judge yourself against someone else, you're going to say, well, I'm, I'm just not intelligent or I'm not creative. Look at what they can do and look what I can't do. Or else you're going to say, oh, I'm better than them. Geez, I'm so creative and I'm so intelligent. Both of which are probably wrong. You need to look at your own talents, decide what you can do, and then create stuff and then keep improving yourself, that's the best way to be happy and to help each other. Help everyone else be happy too. So, go out there, create, be intelligent, help yourself and help others. And I'll see you next week with an important question.